welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Before we dive into today's episode on scaling your online business and my journey growing to 10k, 20k and 30k months, I have some exciting news, a little announcement. Today's episode marks 100 episodes of the Dishing Up Digital podcast and I just wanted to share that with you guys because that is a serious milestone, that is a lot of episodes and I know we have a small community here on the podcast but it's honestly my favorite place to make content. I feel like I can have really in-depth conversations and discussions and from there I know that you guys learn so much listening to these episodes as well and I've received so many lovely messages. I got one recently from someone who's actually started and booked their first 1k client as a social media manager purely from the free content in this podcast and that just absolutely makes my day you know you guys know that I offer my courses lots of ways to work with me but at the end of the day I do believe if you are a hustler if you've self-motivated you can take these learnings from the podcast and actually start a business and I'm very very proud of that I also just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for all of the support on the podcast recently this has been one of our biggest months or the last two months have been our biggest months in terms of of downloads and listens, which is really, really exciting. And if you haven't already, it would mean the absolute world to me if you can leave us a review either on Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating, or over on Apple Podcasts, you can write a little review. This helps me out so much and really allows the podcast to reach more people. And I'm just super stoked to be sharing this 100-episode milestone with you. And I wanted to make the 100th episode a little more special, and I wanted to talk more a little bit about my journey as a social media manager. The part one of this series I uploaded a few weeks ago, and you guys loved it. You guys absolutely loved it. I got so many cool messages after that episode, and a few people requested a part two. So in part one, you will discover the first half of my journey. So starting from zero, side hustling, building up my business so that I could also ultimately quit and become a full-time social media manager working for myself. So if you haven't listened to that already, I'll link it below in the show notes of today's episode. And I'd highly probably recommend if you're not familiar with my story, definitely go listen to that one first and then come back to this episode. But this episode, we're going to look sort of forward from where I left off. So I kind of left off by hitting my first 5k month and I want to talk through some of the lessons, the things that I've sort of learned along the way, the challenges, the triumphs, what worked, what didn't in my journey to scaling to some of those 10k, 20k and 30k milestones, monthly milestones in my business. The reason I wanted to separate these two episodes is because I also think when you're growing a business, it's very different 
You're, you're focusing on very different things to what you focused on when you first started a business. You have a real shift in mindset and goals and what you're working towards. And scaling an online business is a topic that I am personally very passionate about. And it's exactly why I launched my mastermind, Scale on Social, which is actually enrolling at the moment. So if you are interested in working one-on-one with me and joining the mastermind and you want to take some of the lessons that I've shared today and apply them to your business and work with me in this intimate group of five, send me a message on Instagram. This is kind of a very quiet launch for this mastermind. It's kind of an invite-only thing. So Send me a DM, start the conversation, and I can chat through some of the details, but it's going to be an eight-week mini version of the Scale on Social Mastermind. In the past, I've run this for four months and for six-month cohorts, but I wanted to offer a really quick eight-week version to finish off the year. This time of year is always my favorite in business. This is when I think you can achieve crazy exciting goals. I've always increased my income anywhere between 30 and 50% during this like last Q4, quarter four, last few months of the year. There is a real exciting energy. Customers are ready to buy around this time of year. We've obviously got Black Friday, we have the Christmas season, and ultimately, December is also my business birthday, <laughs> so I love it. But ultimately, when I looked at my calendar, I knew this was the best time to run this mastermind because I knew it was going to get the best results, the most epic results for those students. So if you are interested, jump over to Instagram, send me a DM, and I'd love to chat to you. But for now, we're going to get back to my journey as a social media manager, and I'm going to cast my mind back to 2020. So January 2020 was when I hit my first 5k month and the next obvious goal for me was number one kind of make that consistent (laughs) number two the 10k month milestone now it was a bit of a journey for me to get here or to get get to that next milestone because of course those who recognize the date (laughs) 2020 January was right before COVID really took over the world that really started to happen in February and March So my business was performing really well. I was getting a lot of new clients. I was booking some higher ticket clients. I think it was February where I booked my first uh, two US clients. It was the first time working with any businesses outside of New Zealand and Australia. And that was huge for me. One of the companies that I started working with was actually a travel tour company that specialized in working or offering tours for solo female travelers absolute dream client, dream niche for me, was so excited and the other client was a holistic health coach. So some really good variety and some really good income generated from those clients as well. And unfortunately for me, I didn't hit the 10k monthly milestone until November. I think I believe it was October or November of 2020. So it was quite a few months. It wasn't until later in the year. It wasn't until Q4. As I said, Q4, it's a magic time of year. That was when I finally hit that goal. And there were a few things that impacted this. Number one was obviously COVID. Now I do say that off the back of COVID, it was very, very good for my business. I know a lot of other businesses can't say that about you know the lockdowns, but in terms of social media marketing, there were a lot of people that realized how important social media was because of all of the lockdowns. And they really started to prioritize their budget towards that. So 
I ended up with a lot of clients who were really booming in in that time, sort of like the e-commerce space, people with online products. That was a really good place to be. Unfortunately, (laughs) my travel tour company (laughs) ended up ending their services. So 2020 started really strong and then it took a little bit of a hit initially from COVID and then eventually did bounce back stronger. But obviously in that first month, it was a little bit tricky in terms of uh, clients still figuring out what they were doing. Like no one really had any idea how long lockdowns were going to run for. It was all just like a bit up in the air and hairy, a little bit hairy. And one of the things I actually did to retain some of my clients who could no longer sell their products, especially in New Zealand, like even if you made candles at home in your garage, you were not allowed to sell anything. They completely shut down the postal service and it was only to be used for essential items. So the majority of my my clients couldn't sell anything. Therefore, what I did was I discounted all of their packages. So I actually was offering like 50% off my services in order to retain those clients while we kind of figured out what the hell was going on. Um, and that was obviously that lag in probably March and April where people hadn't quite gotten to the point where they were investing in social media managers um, from all of the lockdowns and also my current clients were on slower packages or not slower lower packages now that I can look back on that time I know that I made a really good decision discounting those those packages so I could keep those clients on because eventually everyone went back to their full price one of those clients is also my client to date and one of my favorite clients and I think that's that's kind of awesome that we managed to maintain that relationship And I was kind of sharing this if, you know, something like this happened again and you were faced with the question, like, do you discount your services to um, keep clients? But like, I'm kind of hoping that crazy pandemic where the whole world shuts down doesn't get repeated. (laughs) And hopefully that's not another thing that we see in our lifetime. But you know, if it ever does, if it ever does, there's a little lesson for you. Um, But for me, it kind of reset the clock on my goals of working towards that 10k month and it did scare me a little bit again in those first few months it was a little bit of a lag there wasn't too much money coming in I hadn't really booked any new clients and then they all started to come in but during that lag period I did get a little bit spooked and I think a lot of businesses we carry a bit of a bit of trauma from that COVID time because it really did throw everything up in the air it was very uncertain times it was very scary there were a lot of businesses that didn't make it through that time and one of my goals at the beginning of uh, 2020 was to hire my first contractor I knew when I hit my 5k month in January that my next step was to hire someone so that I could scale and bring on more clients and for me going through the pandemic kind of spooked me from hiring and I think that's a big part of of why it took me a while to hit that 10k month I was quite scared to hire someone and for me if you've listened to any of my episodes on on scaling in the past I really believe to scale in a sustainable way that's not going to burn you out that's not going to leave you completely like married to your desk and spending 24-7 with your computer. I really believe in order to do it sustainably, you need help. You need to have some sort of contractor. And for every business, it's going to be different. Some people will hire a VA. Some people will hire a video editor. Some people will hire a copywriter. It all depends on your own personal strengths and weaknesses. And this is exactly what I walk people through in the Scale on Social Mastermind and how we help find your perfect contractor. And for me, I didn't do a great job of this. (laughs) This is my classic thing that like, I go through things and do them badly. And 
it makes for such great lessons for my students. Like I do it the bad way and then I teach people how not to do it my way. And because I was a little bit spooked about hiring a contractor, the first person that I did end up hiring um, mid-2020 was very, very cheap. I basically went for the cheapest person I could find who didn't have any experience And it didn't really end up working out for me. Um, They were a great person. They were very, you know, keen and excited, but it just wasn't the right person that I needed in my business. And the higher, the, the, the emotion that was driven to hire that person was a fear thing. It was a scarcity kind of mindset. It was coming from a scarcity mindset where I didn't really want to hire who I needed to hire because that would cost more and I wanted to keep everything in budget. So I had this general junior VA for I think about like a month in my business and this would have been after lockdown and I was still really struggling. I was hitting 5k months consistently. I was getting all the way up to 7k and it just wasn't working and I ended up letting this person go when I did have one contract with a client end. So there was a little bit of a different income. So I was like, cool, okay, let me just draw back. Uh, or let me just step back here, go back to the drawing board and figure out what I need to do to unlock this mythical 10k month that everyone keeps talking about but I can't seem to hit so I spent a few months really focusing on the systems in my business I kind of switched from the simple google drives that I was using and started using trello boards being a lot more organized and this was also around the time that I started to to bring on some higher priced clients as well some higher ticket clients which again is another one of my secrets to scaling or steps to scaling you're not going to hit those 10k months if you know, you're only charging $200 a client. The math just isn't math. And I wouldn't have been charging anything crazy at this time because I still was pretty new to this. But I think that was around the time where like I was charging more, more clients were on like an $800 to $1,000 packages. Whereas previously it would have been around the $400 to $800 price bracket as my average. So it was a slow increase, but it, it, it helps. And once I had worked through those initial fears of hiring someone not working out trying to figure out my income I kind of had this like YOLO moment where I was like oh my gosh I need help I'm so busy I'm not hitting my goals and out of frustration I like messaged my friend Fleur and Fleur and I had worked together in magazines for a couple of years and she had left before me to go work in PR so I knew her I knew I could trust her and I knew she could write and at that time I was really struggling to keep up with captions and doing engagement for my clients so I ended up bringing her on to begin with for I think around two hours a week. I think it was around two or three hours. It was quite small just to like test things out and get the rhythm going. And within either a month or two months of hiring Fleur, I finally hit that 10K month. And it was such a eye opener for me because it was almost like easy. And yes, I do have the additional expense of a contractor and, you know, other expenses happening. So my take home is not 10K, that is revenue, not profit. But I think it comes back to that classic saying of you need to spend money to make money, right? You need to invest in your business. You need to make sure you've got the right people around me. And with Fleur, it finally just kind of clicked into place. And this is exactly why I encourage so many people to bring in a contractor to outsource parts of their business and to do it earlier than you think, because I really do think it has a huge impact on your business. Now I do have an episode on the podcast that I uploaded quite a few months ago now, um, but I still think it's really, really helpful and it's on outsourcing and when to know 
have, when to know that you need to outsource in your business. So I will link that in the show notes down below as well if you're wanting to listen to that. Now, I think it's really important to point out here that the 10K monthly milestone, I hit that without any digital products or any courses. A lot of you guys probably know me now as someone who's very 50-50 in their business. I have my agency work, my social media management work, and then the other half of my business is my courses, my educational material, my templates, all of that kind of stuff. But I like to point out to people that you can hit that 10K month with just one-on-one agency work. You don't have to step into coaching, into digital products. I was doing um, like Instagram coaching. I was doing strategy sessions with people and audits and that kind of thing. I've done that from the very beginning of my business. But in terms of the typical coaching that you see in my business now and what I offer, that was not part of my first 10K month. And I like pointing that out because a lot of people have the misconception that to make a lot of money as a social media manager, you also need to be a coach. And not everyone wants to do that. So I think it's nice to be reminded that it can be done with just an agency, with just your freelance social media management services. However, (laughs) one of the big problems with my 10K month was I was pretty exhausted and I managed to hit, I believe I managed to hit above 10k again in December of 2020 and it was after that that I realized how exhausted I was and I think it's actually very easy to hustle your way to a 10k month to just work and work and work but it's very difficult to stay there if you haven't built a sustainable business model. Now I'd done the right thing in terms of hiring a contractor that was step one and building something that was more sustainable. I had increased my prices However, I really hadn't increased them enough to make it sustainable. For me, I did have, you know, the majority of my clients were in that, you know, $800 to $1,000 price point, but I still had a lot of stringers. Like I was still offering, you know, services for $200 or $300. And to be fair, they were really stripped down small packages. I think I was still offering like a 350 package where I just did content creation for people and I wasn't doing the social media management. And it was working. Those packages were selling. They were bringing in consistent clients. However, when I stepped back from my business after December and I looked at all the numbers and I looked at, you know, my time schedule and what I was outsourcing, I decided I really needed to cut those kind of stragglers on the end of my packages and I decided to keep my to keep my 10k months and to make them more sustainable I needed to introduce like a higher minimum package and I believe it was around then that I introduced a minimum of $600 NZD as my like investment for people to work with me. I ended up dropping quite a few lower priced uh, packages or li- lower priced clients. And I made it a really intentional focus for 2021 to make sure I was selling juicy high ticket prices. That any new client that came through the door I was directing them towards something above $1,000. Now, I'd set my minimum, I think, around $600, but I really was proactive in pushing people towards bigger packages with more deliverables and a higher price point for me. I also became really bold with my price increases and started working with more and more international clients because that's where I was finding my you know, my my group of clients where I was finding good work and good prices personally, a lot of those lower ticket, like $200, $300 packages or clients that were just hanging on, they were all local clients. And for me, I really focused on my networking. 
I joined a lot of courses and masterminds and groups and that was often how I found some of my international clients and I did also do an episode on this a few weeks ago on booking international clients and in there I mentioned like the networking and the referral systems and how important that was so I made that my focus for 2021. The other thing I knew I'd always wanted to do was the coaching side so although I said like yes you can hit 10k months uh, from, you know, this place of, of just an agency, just social media management work. However, like I, I really did want to offer courses. I wanted to do digital products. I wanted more passive income. And I knew if I were to scale to 20 K months, that would be the way to do it. So the year of 2021 really for me was all about increasing the prices, obviously of my client work, but building out those revenue streams. And that was the year that I really focused on the Dishing Up Digital School. I experimented with, uh, obviously, I, my, my first online course, Get the Gram, was something that I sort of tried out. I did experiment with a membership group, a monthly membership group. But the whole year was really just like figuring out what, what worked best in my business, what sold the best, what people actually wanted. And... I, I kind of just went back now actually to look at some of the photos on my phone from those dates to remind myself of what I was doing because I actually got confused and thought a lot of the things that I did in 2022, I did in 2021. And it's kind of funny because when I looked at it, I was like, oh my God, so I didn't hit a 20K month in 2021. It wasn't until 2022. Oh my God, what was I doing? And again, we have this pressure, I think, as, as business owners, as humans to do everything quickly. And it's very normalized on the internet that you know, you should just be able to scale and hit 20K, 20, uh, 10K, 20K months like easily. And although when you have the right systems, when you have the right coach, it can be easy. For me, it is a, it is a slower process to do it right. For the large majority of us, we don't get lucky with one viral video that completely makes our business, right? We have to work a little bit harder. <laughs> and for me, 2021 was the year of just really learning about digital products about courses, how to create courses, what my audience wanted, doing so much market research. And it was really the year that set me up for 2022, which was the big income jump, which was when I could hit that 20K month. I did a lot of courses in 2021 to improve my copywriting, to learn more about passive income, to more learn more about offer optimization. And it was a year of research and upskilling. And it was the year that I was now really consistently hitting 10K months. Like 10K was like now the average and quite often or more often than not, that I was hitting those 15K month milestones. And I think part of me was also just really happy and content in that place. I think there was a large part that wasn't even actually thinking about 20K months because 15K was just incredible and I was super happy with that. But I also believe the foundations that I learned that I built in that year are what's led me to the really big milestones this year in 2023. So if you're maybe in this boat at the moment where things feel a little bit slower in your business, this is a really nice reminder that sometimes the process of scaling is a bit of a journey and remind yourself that every small step is working towards that larger goal. And one day you're going to be like me and you're going to look back on it and completely forget that you spent a whole year working towards that. <laughs> 
So for me, it was a little bit of a changing of the structure. It was introducing courses, coaching programs, a few digital products, testing things out. And I ended the year with my income being around 70% from uh, my agency work, my social media work, and 30% from group coaching, course sales, and digital products. And 2022 was when I decided to step up once again with increasing my prices. 2022 was like the year of big juicy price increases for me, right? That was when I was two, two years, three years into my business journey. I was feeling really confident in myself and I also knew I wanted to bring on more team members. So I ended up hiring, I believe early 2021 or mid 2021 I hired a contractor they worked with me for about six months they ended up going in a different direction they wanted to focus on their own business but it was a great opportunity for me to experience working with two contractors who were really experienced and really great at what they did so in 2022 I took that lesson and I hired another two people a big part of this was because I was going on an overseas holiday to South Africa so I wanted to be really prepared and to be able to take time off now it ended up being quite an interesting experience for me personally because those early few months of 2022 when I had all those contractors I actually didn't love it and I realized for me personally I didn't love managing people I still loved doing the creative work and I didn't want to outsource that much of my client work I, I more just wanted the support of contractors rather than just like completely outsourcing things. And again, I think we all go through different seasons in our business of, of how we want things to run. I know for 2024, I'm setting myself up to do some more agency work, to offer some more services and some more, I'll be bringing in some more contractors because of that. But that year, I definitely felt this pull to focus on my my courses so at the end of 2021 I had built the dishing out digital school into a course and I was still doing like launches for this every couple of months and I'd also really started focusing on growing my audience so in that year I did quite a few podcast episodes or podcast interviews on other people's podcasts. I'd hired like a PR and media coach. I started posting on TikTok. That was when I started my TikTok around March, I want to say 2022. I obviously had the podcast running. And and for me, the goal was just like increasing the visibility, like stepping up into this bigger role. Like I was no longer like this freelance kind of social media manager floating around. Like I was this boss. I had all of these things going. I had all of these different parts of my business and ways that you could work with me and again this is one of those things I teach in the mastermind and I think is really important is having a really beautiful offer suite and people also refer to this as offer optimization but making sure you've got different entry points and different price points for customers and you've got that range from a lower ticket item through or service through to your premium packages and this when I teach people this and restructure their prices and packages in this way it can be such a game changer for their business and lead to way more higher priced clients and I have two arms of my business obviously as I've mentioned the agency and the coursework and 2022 I really built out both of these so I had lower priced uh, digital kind of like mini courses I had lower priced online events that people could join in workshops as well as my courses that people could buy so I had the low-end offers for both arms of my business the mid-tier offers and the high-tier offers as well 
And again, it was that year of 2021 researching and building the foundations and, you know, actually creating the courses that meant in 2022, I could really sell them. However, I could not hit a 20K month to save my life. Honestly, (laughs) I remember getting to my first 19K month in March and I said to my boyfriend, like, oh, well, if I included my GST, I'd actually hit 20K. And GST, for those not in Australia or New Zealand, is very similar to like your VAT, stands for goods and services tax. It's like a 15% tax that you have to pay to the government on top of your normal income tax. And I, my accounting software doesn't actually re- include that in my profit and loss statements. And I was kind of looking at it being like, hey, like this, here's a little sneaky way or, you know, I can just round this up and it's basically 20K. And at the beginning of the year, I had set myself the goal that when I hit 20K, because it was such a big milestone for me, like this was half my annual salary from my old corporate job that I was making in a month. It was a huge deal to me. And when I unlocked that goal, I was going to buy myself this beautiful YSL bag. I'd been in the store. I'd tried it on. I was so ready to buy it. I had the savings there, but I couldn't hit the milestone. And I even said to my boyfriend, I was like, oh, maybe I should just go buy the bag because I'm like basically there. And this is also why I love my boyfriend because he's such a good driver for me. And I remember him saying like, Alan, that's cheating. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not cheating. Like, I, I've, I've done it. And he's like, no, you haven't. And he said, every time you look at that bag, once you buy it, you'll know that you didn't really achieve your dream. You kind of just rounded up and, and then decided to buy the bag. And that really hit, lit a fire in my belly. And I was like, okay, let's do this. We have to, it has to be twin. The numbers in my accounting software have to spit out 20K before I buy this bag. And I talk about goals a lot, having some sort of motivator and trigger. And for me, I I mean, I do love my handbags and it really did work for me. So I got really, I got serious and I was like, okay, what is actually stopping me from hitting this, this milestone? And I went through my kind of scaling checklist and number one, I had my offer suite. I had really good offers. I had a variety of offers. Number two, I'd really worked on my visibility and marketing and growing my audience. That was all working well. Number three, I'd worked on my dream team, built my contractors, had the support system in place. Number four, I had the multiple revenue streams. I had the core sales coming through at this point. I had the low price digital products. Everything was in place. And I was like, what is missing here? Why is this not happening for me? What do I need to change? Do I need to hire a new person? Do I need to introduce a new offer? And I decided to instead focus on my mindset once again. And I have talked time and time again how important your mindset is uh, on previous podcast episodes. And often people forget that once you start a business, that's not the end of your imposter syndrome or your limiting beliefs. You'll just find new ones. (laughs) Every stage in business, you'll find something that scares you, that makes you feel like an imposter. And all these other things were going right in my business. And I decided instead to work on my mindset. So I created what I called my May Millionaire Morning Routine. And for the month of May, I decided that was going to be the month I hit 20K. And instead of, you know, launching something new, introducing new offers, hiring a new person, I just focused on really good routines. I focused on journaling, meditation, exercise, walking, and just working on myself and my mindset. And of course, that was the month that it happened. 
And I think in my journey of hustling my way to the 10K, the 15K and the 20K, I did kind of forget about my mindset and how important that was. And it was just really interesting that I didn't change anything in my business. I simply changed how I was treating myself, talking to myself and how I was showing up. And that year was the year 2022 where I really started introducing very strong boundaries with my clients. One of the things I will often get my mastermind students to do when they start with me is drop clients. Because if you actually have these toxic clients soaking up all your energy, all of your time, and who don't treat you well, it does impact your energy and your mindset. And I think I'd gotten to the point where I'd been working with too many clients who had been using and abusing me, who hadn't been treating me well, and I'd been letting it happen. And I remember towards the end of 2021 was when I dropped quite a big client. Like they had like 30,000 Instagram followers. They paid me quite well, but it was just exhausting mentally working with them. I remember actually having a bit of a breakdown over it. And 2022 was the year where I was like, okay, enough with this. And I dropped, I believe it was actually like two that I dropped early on in 2022 and then two later on in the year. And dropping clients is a scary thing. I could record a whole conversation or a whole different podcast episode on this, but I do believe it's actually necessary sometimes with scaling, especially when we've come from, you know, side hustlers who were doing anything to get their business up and running and saying yes to every client and just being like the yes man who did everything. We develop really bad boundaries and you cannot have those in your business if you're wanting to scale to bigger things. You need to have clients that respect you and those are the clients that also come with the big payments, with the big contracts. You know, all of those difficult clients were also some of my lowest paid clients and that was really a big theme for 2022. It was less clients with bigger contracts and for me that those numbers all evened out and I believe off the top of my head I ended 2022 with a 60-40 split in my business so 60% contract work 40% core sales and coaching and the amount of clients I was working with was probably half once you drop those toxic clients you have so much more time in your business and although it's scary and although you might have a little bit of a lag the month after you drop them you will honestly end up so much better off in your business in the long term and you will end up making more in the long term. I firmly believe that. October 2022 was also a little bit of a turning point. That was when I found a really good coaching program. And again, this is one of those pivotal things just like you know, scaling to my 20K month, oh, sorry, my 10K month was hiring Fleur. For my 20K month, I really believe it was hiring the coach that I worked with. And we really focused on course sales and how to create more passive course sales, changing the structure of the Dishing Up Digital School a little bit, introducing uh, passive funnels and evergreen funnels. And all of that knowledge really brought me into the year of 2023. Once again, I was very happy at my 20K month milestone, but there is something a little bit addictive about being an online business owner and you have that uncapped income. And I really wanted to see if I could push myself to the next thing. And it's really cool how, you know, the, the monthly milestones that you once had a year ago suddenly become the new norm. Like 20K ended up being my average. And I would say like even this year, my income can fluctuate anywhere between 17K up to 35K. So it is a bit broad. It does depend on like what I'm launching, what I'm doing. Uh, for example, like the 17K month was when I dipped during uh, 
when I was setting up my studio, which wasn't something that I expected. So I took a lot of time off like my agency work and my coursing and coaching courses and coaching to focus on opening McKinsey Studios. I think if I hadn't done that, I definitely wouldn't have such a large like fluctuation in terms of like my monthly income from from this year. But overall, this year, it was just a case of repeating all of those core things that I feel like I've said a million times to you guys. Working on that office week, making sure you have that tiered system, making sure I had multiple revenue streams. I launched like a book this year as well. So that was another another new revenue stream for me. And I think I'm even going to go as far to say that the 30k month milestone was probably the easiest one which sounds so weird and almost a bit pretentious to say. (laughs) But for me, like I feel like I really had to work for the 10K and the 20K milestones. Now it really feels like a a system that I've mastered. And it's just imagine a, a matter of tweaking each of those secrets of scaling. Like, is it a matter of tweaking the office suite? Is it tweaking the revenue streams? Is it tweaking the the team and the contractors? Is it the systems and the backend organization? And it's like pulling each of those strings until I find the one that is what I need to focus on for that new milestone. And I'm really happy with where I am at the moment. I don't really have the milestone to go to like a 40k month quite yet for me it's probably closing that that little broad sort of fluctuation in my income and making the 30ks really consistent I did have down on my list of goals to hit a 50k month I think that's kind of like my next big milestone and I I I have a feeling that's going to happen in 2024 again I think it's going to be the case of 30k will become really consistent and then there's going to be a massive spike to a 50k and then it'll drop back down and then it'll be like okay what's the secret to making the 50k consistent now I feel like I've just whizzed through 2023 but I keep looking at the timestamp on this episode and going like oh my gosh it's so long like no one's going to still be listening to me so if you have made it to the end of today's episode I hope you've enjoyed it I hope that in a year's time I can record a part three to this and maybe we can unpack that 50k month and the journey and what happened there and what contributed to it and the revenue and the profit and all of that good stuff but in the meantime make sure you are subscribed to the dishing up digital podcast we upload every week on a monday and i look forward to catching up with you in the next episode and thank you again for a hundred episodes i'll see you in episode 101